0: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Atlanta! What's going on, man? It is a Thursday in paradise. Week's flying, John Chunkry. John is in for Carl Dukes. One. The magic number is one. Braves can uh, clinch their fourth division in a row, and boy, I don't think we'd be saying that about uh, three or four months back. That'll happen tonight. Uh, you've been you've been riding it. You said they are just not that good, those Phillies, and uh, you thought they're going to get it done. We'll talk some Falcons. We got a big show first. So let's start the show off, Chris. Everybody in your car or at work, just don't yell too loud if you're you know amongst other people who don't know about the show. Straighten them out. Smack them upside the head. We start the show with a big hearty, hey, hey man. man! No sweat last night. I mean, there was easy, more sweat. Easy, huh? Yeah, John, more sweat at the, at the uh, soccer match, went to the United game, and by the time I got home, I'm all, people are like, don't you listen to the game? Well, I'm always rocking out in the car, but as soon as I got home, uh, Austin Riley kind of put it away, put it to bed last night. Great yeah, game. Uh,
2: Max Fried was outstanding again last night, and boy, he is really really on a roll uh, of late. Another seven innings, two runs, one of them earned uh, six strikeouts, no walks. Um, his ERA is barely a tick over three uh, right now. He improved to 14-7 and seven on the year. We talked about last night, uh, Mike, uh, on the show, Braves are now with this uh, victory uh 10 and 1 in his last 11 starts in the month of uh August and September so uh, look Philly stinks uh Real Muto and Harper 0 for 8 with uh, what four strikeouts i think it was right? last night in the game um no take yes yeah 0 for 8 with four strikeouts in the game they don't have any offense Nola's average at best he didn't give up any homers which is kind of surprising and uh, i think that victory opened you know the opening of this series, I think it took all the wind out of Philadelphia's sails. I think the Braves wrap it up tonight, and it's over with.
1: Right, Zach Wheeler was uh, the best chance, kind of like Obi Wan Kenobi. Help us, Zach Wheeler, our only hope. And once that didn't go, you're right, kind of changed the vibe. So, what did what, you get into yesterday, man? What'd you do after show?
2: Oh, listen, I wasn't up very long. Remember, uh, you know, yesterday is Wednesday, so that means I was up at two thirty in the morning and. Had to work and then come home. Wait, wait, wait what do you mean work? That?
1: Radio is your job. What are you talking? What oh, is this work? Is? Stuff?
2: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that's. I'm glad that people think that's my only job <laughs> and that uh, you know pays all the bills. So <laughs> yes, uh, up at two thirty morning. So I was not up very late uh, last night. Right. So yeah.
1: no, John does actually still have a day job. So yes. I mean, yeah. But again, it's my. You know what? I salute you, brother. Lord loves a working man. Yes, he does. Yeah, except for me. Yeah. <laughs> he loves no, all I mean, the other ones except me. <laughs> I was busy today being my dad. You know, like that. You know, I joke around with uh, Squid Billy and John today. But we're talking about the show a little conference call earlier, and I, you know the progressive ad where you, you become your parents? Yes. I've referenced that a few times, and it's never been more true than what I am now. Like, my if, if, if dad is up in heaven, he is laughing his butt off right now watching me yelling at the dog for digging in the yard where I patched up the grass the other day. So well, I'm talking to you guys, I'm like, bad dog, bad dog. I mean, John's like, what did I do? Now I'm talking to the dog, John. So, yeah, I had that going on. Do you have any advice? We got all these different sprays and concoctions and powders. I've heard chili pepper or cayenne pepper to get the dog off the grass. Any, you got you know, anything Ooh, about this? I don't,
2: I don't know that I would be using that. You don't want the dog to, you know, start getting into all of that. I will, I will say <laughs> no, this. I don't though, know. I'm looking for <laughs> a remedy here, man. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, listen, they keep, they keep deer off of uh, your yard by urinating on it. But anyway, that's a, yeah. that's a separate story. But, uh, you know, I remember when Mike <laughs> Bell came to Atlanta. And, and now here's Mike Bell, married. Has a house yeah. down on the south side with a dog. I can't wait for the Filipino kids that you're going to adopt to come yeah. over and start mowing the lawn and yeah. taking care of things for
1: I'm you. Well, it's like the time we were at the beach. This was about like three or four years ago, and it was a lost child. Did I tell you the story, Chris? And we were down in uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and they on the big lifeguard stand, and they're like Should we have a lost child. And I look over like what's this forty yard dash? You know, like Blind Side Part Two. I thought that might be mm. something I could do. Anyway, we got plenty to dive <laughs> into today. Thank you, Chris. We've got. Uh, <laughs> Ross Tucker, our weekly visit with Ross, and uh, and get the vibe on what he thinks about the Falcons' win. Yeah, not much for style points, but as we heard yesterday – it was just kind of fun to talk to Arthur Smith with, you know, after a win, needless to say, a little more loose, getting to know a little bit more about the guy. John, I was talking to a, a listener today uh, at the gym, and, and Jimmy's a big, uh, he's a big Falcon fan. And he goes, Yeah, I heard you guys talking to Arthur Smith. seemed like he's loosening up. I go, Yeah, I go, I think a coach comes into a situation. I think you've got, you know, from, for every Rex Ryan, you've got 10 guys who've come from the Bill Belichick school, right? About playing it close to the vest, not knowing who, another thing, not knowing who to trust, right? In the media. Who's gonna who's gonna do you know who's just gonna pull a Benedict Arnold on you? You know, so as he's learning his way and learning, you know, how how much he wants to say, I don't think we're ever gonna get too much from coach, but I think it was obviously more fun to talk about a W than the last two losses.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And look, the way that they played, you know, in the first two games wasn't very inspiring, but you go on the road and win in the NFL. And the Falcons are part of our headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. We can help call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. But, you know, winning on the road in the NFL, man, that that's hard to do, Mike. I don't care what the other guy has going on. That's a them problem. So that's a big win. And, and I think Arthur Smith looks at it as, look, that gets us back on track, that Falcons can certainly win this week and then, you know, going over to London and taking on the Jets and then, what, they'll have a bye week after that. You know, there's there's some hope or there's some light Mm -hmm. at the end of the tunnel which for a
1: rookie head coach has to probably make you feel a little bit better. Right. So, again, building on some stuff. Now, as you said yesterday, we don't have a mobile quarterback. It's not a knock on, Matt. It's just not like what they've already played. Talking about the uh, WTFs, the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. I know it's WFT. WTFs, wise. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you, we talked about Daniel Jones can move, and we talked about Herbert, who can move outside the pocket. And, uh, you know, it's, they played guys Josh Allen can move, and he can also put you on your back. I mean, he's a big quarterback. So now they've got uh, a guy where you could argue if, if things are going to go their way and we don't establish the run, which you pointed out yesterday, we. Still haven't, uh, then yeah, it's going to be a long day for Matt, it, whether it's Jalen Mayfield or Josh Andrews or whoever. This, this is a line that's going to get after it.
2: Yeah. I, 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 look, th- this is going to be fascinating because, yes, the offensive line has definitely improved the last couple of weeks. And yes, the Redskins defensive line has not played well. Don't you feel like if you're Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, Mike, you pull those guys in and said, hey, guys, no, mm. you hadn't played well. You better get healthy this week. Like if you're going to get healthy, you're going to get healthy, and we're going to win games, and we're going to try to win this division. You guys better get healthy this week. And I'm not trying to knock the Falcons, but you know, again, let's be realistic. If you're if you're Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera, I'm pulling those that defensive group in and saying, hey guys, you got to make it happen this week. And look, it's going to be a fascinating matchup because something has to give, right? I mean, either the Falcons' offensive line continues to improve and they hold up or the Redskins' defensive line performs like people expected the defensive line to perform, I'm hoping it's on our side. But, you know, it's going to be the fascinating matchup coming up on this Sunday.
1: So we'll continue that conversation with our buddy uh, Ross Tucker. Also, around 3 o'clock, we're going to talk – speaking of establishing the run game, we're going to talk to Mike Davis. We spoke to him right after we signed him. So we'll get into that and uh, and talk to him about, you know, his role on this uh, on this team as the offensive line is coming together. Get as much of a, you know, straight, uh, no-nonsense no spin from a guy who's behind the line looking at all this right after gets – although right after the, you get him off the practice field. We'll see. I don't know how forthcoming Michael will be, but we'll do our best, John, to see what he's got to say. And uh, Coach Dooley is going to join us. Yeah, noon games stink, but uh, Georgia and Arkansas, you know, it's it's funny. I was talking to Samuel Tarley uh, Brian, uh, the producer for Randy and Randy earlier before the show, and I was thinking at first, it was like ESPN trying to go toe-to-toe with like the big Fox noon game, which is what, Wisconsin and Michigan? Yes. And then you begin to realize maybe when they scheduled this a few weeks ago, they didn't think that Arkansas would beat Texas A&M. Oh, yeah.
2: Listen, nobody could have thought that Arkansas would be the eighth team in the nation right about now. Right. So. Um, and, I mean, and look, it is a good. I mean, technically, I'd would r- rather watch Arkansas and Georgia than Wisconsin and Michigan, I, but you know, but other parts of the country might feel differently. I agree, and and to be honest with you, Mike, you know, we talked about one of the games at night is Auburn and LSU. That is that's two very big brand names in the SEC, right. so you expect something like that. And Kentucky and Florida, and to be honest with you, Mike, Kentucky, Florida, the last half dozen years have by and large been really good games. I mean, th- those have been good games. So I don't think anybody expected Arkansas. I think mean, everybody knew Georgia would be really good, but I don't think anybody, you know, could, nobody could have seen Arkansas at number eight in the country. It's just, I don't right. want to say it's unfortunate, you know, but it's one of those things that, man, you wish that this could be moved to like a primetime spot because certainly right. this is, you know, this an Old Miss, Alabama, that's the marquee matchups, you know, forget Kentucky, Florida and, and you know, uh, Auburn and LSU. These are the two marquee matchups and one's at three 30 Fortunately, Georgia gets the noon spot out of it.
1: Yeah, and I know we've talked about it before. I mean, you know, where depending on where you are living, you know, if you if you live over by Athens, okay, easy for you, but for the rest of the folks, yeah, it's just a pain in the butt because you don't your routine is a little jacked up. You'll be maybe tailgating after the game a little bit more than before. Although, I like I know some people that are you know probably planting the flag right now and putting the tent up. It's always, like going to Talladega, right? There's always somebody who's out there on Thursday with his shirt off. Yes, yeah, but uh, it's five o'clock on a Friday somewhere already, right? Right. So, so at noon start there, and uh, I know that we. Uh, and by the way, you like the under too? I know we talked about that yesterday with Kay Connor Riley from Dog Nation. You think lower score?
0: Um,
1: look, I've just been, because we give, our, we give Arkansas respect, and Georgia's run game isn't like previous years Georgia's well, run game.
2: But, but I'll say this: Arkansas hasn't seen a quarterback like JT Dan, and I know he's dealing with you know a latimus dorsi injury, as Kirby right. uh, described <laughs> the lat uh, injury. He's past the oblique, and now we're onto a lat. But they can shoot that bad boy up. Trust me, you can you can shoot a lat up right. if, you, if you need to. But Arkansas just hasn't seen a quarterback. I don't. What what is the over under? Do you know what it uh, what it is? On this game. time I checked,
1: it, I thought it was 51. Let me double um, check. Check it, out, check it out right now. That might,
2: be a, that might be a little bit high. And, and I know the spread's like 18 and a half that we talked about mm-hmm. the other day. That's That may be a little bit rich. I'm, I might look at Arkansas to cover. But I don't think Arkansas – well, I know Arkansas hasn't seen a quarterback like what they're going to see in JT Daniels. So, and right. look, uh, A&M's offense last week was pedestrian as it could get. Yep. Some of that is Arkansas's defense is really good a lot of that is A&M's offense is really pedestrian. So, um,
1: right. and you got Jimbo. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I know. Uh, by the way, I was going back to when it opened. I, I, I was close. It was 50-and-a-half, but it opened okay. right now. It is 48-and-a-half yeah, in Vegas. Uh, yeah, I, and
2: I think people uh, people are headed that way. But I, I'm curious what the action is on the 18-and-a-half part of it, because I do think Arkansas can cover that right. number. But they just – I think Georgia's going to win this
1: game comfortably. I, I think Georgia's still going to win this right. game by a couple of touchdowns. Just well, here's the thing. they that full spread. And it, let's just say in our, another conversation we had last, at the soccer match at United last night. Um, one of my buddies sits in our row is a big Alabama guy. And I was saying, you know, what if Alabama goes to the final quarter against Ole Miss and Georgia beats, you know, Arkansas handily? You, would they flip-flop Georgia with Bama, number one, just for blanks and giggles? Well, the thing is, if you look at the polls, Georgia hasn't gotten
2: very many first-place votes. I, I, I would tell you yes if... If Georgia had kind of been chipping into, not that the, those polls matter or anything like that, until we get to the playoff poll, but
1: and that's the one I would see. I could totally see those guys doing that. But what yes, about the coaches, and everybody else? Right, right,
2: exactly. I mean, Georgia's only gotten like I think one one first place vote last week in the in the coaches poll. I can't imagine that they go from one first place vote to all of a sudden now they're the number one team in the nation, unless Alabama loses. But I don't even think right. a close game for Ole because look, old Misses is, is pretty good themselves, but I don't I don't think there's enough. Uh, enough meat on that bone to, to make that thing mm. flip and
1: switch. You gave me a, a flashback when you said Latissimus Dorsi when Kirby was describing JT Daniels. Take me back to Georgia-Florida Championship Wrestling with Gordon Sully. <laughs> <That's> right <Exactly. laughs> And Don Maruckle with a hard shot to his Latissimus Dorsi oh, or, of superstar or, or, Billy Graham. A gorilla monsoon uh, going into <laughs> something like that. <laughs> right on. Anyway, John, uh, John Brunt's point, I just get I just start the show and finish the show, but what else <laughs> we got going on today, brother? Ross Tucker coming up
2: uh, next, and uh, of course, going to be a busy hour. We'll talk to George Bello coming up at uh, at 2.40, so we'll get to to Ross Tucker next, his thoughts around the NFL and the Atlanta Falcons. It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio, not to the game in the Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back with you on Dukes and Bell. Hanging out with you on this Thursday afternoon. Mike Bell, John Chuckery in for Carl Dukes, taking the week off for a little vacation. It is a uh, Thursday, so that means, uh, obviously, NFL gets started up week four in the NFL. Don't forget, we've got your NFL action right here On 92.9, the game coming up a little bit later on this evening. Jacksonville will be in Cincinnati. Pre-game at 8 o'clock, 8.20 kick. You can hear all of your NFL action on the home of the NFL here on Sports Radio. 92.9, the game. And as we do on Thursdays, let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. We are going to talk to our buddy Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL insider. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights that sportsbooks don't want you to see bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit betql.com today, and you can follow Ross uh, on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL, and Ross, uh, first off, appreciate uh, a few minutes, uh, as always, uh, today, and what have you seen out of the Falcons? I mean, besides the result on the scoreboard last week, what have you seen differently from the Falcons last week versus what we've seen in the first couple of weeks?
3: Well, I mean, obviously, their defense played much better um, than it did against Philadelphia and Tampa. That's one thing that jumped out, but not to get all cliche with you guys, but I feel like they've gotten better each week. I mean that was not an easy spot for them hmm. last Sunday going against the Giants team that had 10 days' rest and you know was coming off a pretty good offensive performance against Washington. and it was Eli Manning, you know Ring of honor day. I mean it that's a brutal, brutal loss for the Giants. and what the Falcons have shown me, not only have they got a little bit better each week, which is what you want with a, a new regime, a new head coach, but they are resilient, you know? I mean, they battled back against the Bucks to make that a game in the second half. They came back to beat the Giants. I think it really speaks well to Arthur Smith and the culture he's building that even though they're a team that... Maybe not a lot is expected from them, and even in these games where it's like, okay, it looks like they're going to lose here, there's no give up or quit in those guys. I've been very impressed with Hmm. what I've seen from the Falcons these last couple games in particular, especially after the Eagles just dominated them the way they did.
1: Right, and again, all those videos that went viral. I mean, I guess when you challenge Dante Fowler's manhood, Ross, he's nutted up because the last two weeks he's actually gotten to the quarterback. But just want to bring it back to offensive line because you played guard and center in the league. Uh, depending on which team you played for, how difficult was it or how tough was it as a – I know you're an Ivy leaguer, but how tough was it to pick up systems? Because we've got a young guy in jail in Mayfield who was a tackle at Michigan playing guard, and he's getting better week to week, but it's been a struggle.
3: Yeah, so you know what's interesting? Um it really depends on the guy. Um, it's like any other trait. Some guys, uh, it, they call it FBI. You know, it's, it's football intelligence. And some guys have a really high football IQ and some guys don't. And believe it or not, it's not necessarily related to your academic intelligence although you know there's a lot of crossover at times but i know guys that got cut ivy league guys that got cut early in training camp because they weren't picking up the playbook you know when they were undrafted guys and they weren't going to have them around if they didn't know what they were doing so and i've seen other guys that probably barely graduated high school that were awesome with football intelligence so you don't really know uh from guy to guy but um, there are certainly guys that it comes a lot more naturally for than others. For Jalen, I feel like they're asking a lot. I mean, you're going from primarily a right tackle in college. Now you're switching positions to guard. Now you're switching sides of the ball. You know, Instead of being on the right side in a right-handed stance, he's on the left side in a left-handed stance, and it's a new system, and he's going against way better guys. It's kind of the perfect storm of worst case scenario for Mayfield, to be honest with you.
2: Odyssey NFL Insider Ross Tucker joining us here on the WaitFor. dot com hotline. You know, I was mentioning Ross in the in the previous segment about Washington. You know, team that you obviously you know played for and started your NFL career for, but they've struggled with their defensive uh, group. And, and Chase Young is you know kind of was talking about you know they've got to get much better. This feels like one of those weeks where you know Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio. Now, you got to challenge your guys this week, and this feels like something's got to give. Either the Falcons' offensive line is getting better and improving, or, you know, this defensive line that, you know, these top tier defensive lines, the Falcons struggle with the first couple of weeks, is going to have their way. How do you see that matchup? I mean, is this where Washington finally gets healthy?
3: Well, certainly they're hoping that's the case, and that's the plan. And I think Jonathan Allen, 93, Deron Payne, 94, they will be lining up over number 77 a lot. I hope the Falcons have a good plan, Mm. certainly a better plan than they had against the Eagles when the Eagles took turns just abusing that poor kid because those guys are good, man. I, I am befuddled by what's going on with the Washington defense. I I really don't get it. I mean, I think they've got some decent guys in the secondary, but their D-line, it's all first-round studs, and that's by far the most important component to a good defense. I really don't understand why they've been giving up as many points as they have, but they're certainly looking at the Falcons' O-line and this game as a get-right game for them. But, you know, I think, Conversely, the Falcons should look at it and say, Well, we just did pretty well against better defenses probably in you know Tampa as well as New York, so we can keep it going on our end too. This is really a gigantic game. I know it feels weird to say that, right. but there's a big difference in how you feel at two and two versus one and three. And for Ron Rivera and Washington trying to, you know, stay in the NFC East race, obviously it's crazy early. But you can't be one and three, you know, with a loss to Atlanta, especially when you really got lucky to beat the Giants with the guy jumping off sides on a missed field goal. And for Atlanta, you know, just think about the vibe that they'll have, the culture for Arthur Smith. You win back-to-back games. You know, you're just – the guys really start to believe. It's a funny thing as an NFL player, no no matter how – uh, bad the expectations are or low the expectations are going into a year I've been there guys you win two or three games in a row you, you feel like you're unbeatable I mean the, 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 the feeling in that facility when you win two or three in a row it's like we can win all these games we can beat everybody it's, uh, it's an awesome awesome place to work when you got it rolling
1: Right, and that's where we're hoping, man, the confidence for our team starts to build. At least on the defense, we're seeing some changes. Offense kind of lagging a little bit behind. Ross Tucker's with us, guys, here on the WadeFord.com Hotline, or Odyssey NFL insider. Uh, we get a uh, Thursday night football game, which, uh, you know, it's going to be a little meh, but you will see Joe Burrow, who looks really great, and Trevor Lawrence, who looks like a lost puppy. I mean, other than the teams they're on are really bad, but why does this rookie class look so bad? I mean, Justin Fields, it seems like Nagy's not really helping him out up in Chicago either.
3: Well, it's funny that you say that because I, I have Greg Cosell, the NFL matchup guru from NFL Films, on the Ross Tucker podcast every Thursday. And he is excellent. And I, I would encourage people to listen to what he said about Justin Fields. You know, it's so funny, guys. There's like a, uh, there's like a, a, a rookie quarterback fan cycle, right? It <laughs> yes, there is. With, it, yep. start, it starts with, play him. Play him, play them play them play them No excuses. Get them out there. Get him out there. I want my shiny new object. I want I want something new. I have no patience. So then you put them out there, and as soon as you put him out there, if you did not have success right away, it's coach is a moron, coach is an idiot, fire him, change the coach, change the play caller, coach doesn't know what he's doing. And then, you know, eventually these teams do that. And then the new coordinator comes in or the new coach – and the guy still doesn't have success. Mm-hmm. And then it's get a new quarterback, get a new quarterback. Get a, it's like uh, we really can be morons at times <laughs> when it comes to young quarterbacks because we go through this cycle every every time. It's like you think about Sam Darnold now in Carolina. The Jets went through it. it it's, you know, sometimes when a head coach tells you, you know, a guy is a starter or a guy's not playing yet, maybe believe him. And listen, I think Matt Nagy can do more to put Fields in a better spot, but the O-line stinks, Fields isn't ready, and he probably doesn't want to ruin the kid by putting him out there and having him just get his confidence destroyed as he gets sacked nine times.
2: Ross, uh, last thing for you. You look at Pat Mahomes' numbers so far. You know, career-high in completion percentage. I think it's a career-high in yards per attempt, but already the three interceptions were only through six all of last year and five the year before. Is he... You know, How would you describe his play through the first three weeks of, of this season?
3: It's a great question, and he is a little bit more... Um, I'm trying to think the right word. He, he's not playing as much within the context of the offense, right? You know, like, we all know he can make incredible plays and off-schedule plays, they call it. But, you know, Andy Reid doesn't draw up a play and say, all right, Pat, after two seconds, just run out of there. (laughs) Run around and try to find somebody. Like, that's not how it works. And I think Mahomes, sometimes when these guys are struggling or their teams are struggling... They put so much on themselves to try to to try to you know they know how gifted they are and they want to go out and make plays and he's trying to do too much. I mean the interception against the Ravens was trying to do too much. Um, the first interception against the Chargers was a totally unnecessary uh, no look pass that his receiver wasn't ready for because he wasn't looking at him and he threw it behind him. And then his late interception was forced again. So all three of them have been really unnecessary errors, like, you know, almost like a tennis unforced error, right. as opposed to, you know, a great play by the defense.
1: Got about 30 seconds left with Ross Tucker, our NFL insider, also doing college football this weekend. Just real quick, did the Steelers go one season too many with Ben Roethlisberger? Do you see him getting it back together? He just looks like he can't stay healthy and doesn't look good.
3: Certainly looking that way, Mike. Um, I Thought they that they should bring him back for another year and see what he had.
1: Me too. Yeah.
3: But it's it's tough to do that behind arguably the worst O line in the league. I mean, it's just it's a really bad combo. Ben's like my age and he's got three kids. He looks like a guy that has no interest in getting injured again, <laughs> and I don't blame him. I'd be the same way if I was still playing. Yeah.
2: Follow him on Twitter at Russ Tucker NFL. He's our Odyssey NFL Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us. Make all better bets through real, proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. As always, Ross, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes in Atlanta. Absolutely. See you guys. You See you, man. It. We get back. George Bello will join us from Atlanta United coming off a successful match last night. And he got good news yesterday yeah. as well. We'll talk to him about all of that coming up next. It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio, Not to the Game, and the Odyssey.com app. BetQL Network is available nationwide on the Odyssey mobile app and website. It's wagertainment for every fan. Morning, afternoon, and night, your one-stop shop for betting info. Get sports betting tips from local talent national experts. Sports betting and entertainment content to keep both casual and hardcore bettors entertained. That's the BetQL Network only on the Odyssey app. It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Mike Bell, John Chuckry in. For Carl Dukes hanging out with you on this Thursday afternoon, Mike, you were at uh, Atlanta United last night, right? Uh, for the uh, victory,
1: yeah, man, and it was uh, it was a hard fought one too, because uh, for whatever reason, and we spoke about this with Darren Eels, uh, Inter Miami just plays us tough, and uh, we'll talk to George Bello about it because it was like from where I was sitting in, in section 208, it looked like a, a foosball game, and it almost like they had extra players on those foosball sticks, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's head out to the uh, WadeFord.com hotline. We are joined by Atlanta United defender George Bellow. Uh, George, man, uh, it was quite the Wednesday for you. It wasn't just a victory uh, last night for Atlanta United, but another uh, notification that you're getting called up to the U.S. men's national team. What has that experience been like for you now? You know, you've you've had multiple call-ups now. What's this whole experience been like playing for the U.S. men's team?
4: I mean, oh man! I mean, what's up, guys? First of all, how you guys doing? Hey, George. Good man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, I mean, I can really describe it as a dream come true. Honestly, I mean, this is the type of stuff you dream of as a little kid, like wanting to play for your country and being able to get these opportunities. Man, it's just like it's a blessing, and I just want to keep trying to take them, keep trying my best, and just keep improving.
1: You and Miles Robinson, man, proud members of Team America. Yeah, man, and I was telling uh, John as we were bringing you on the phones, man, last night, well, I don't know what it is about Inter-Miami. Those guys are tough, man. It just seems like it's a wall of dudes. It looked like there's 15 guys on the field that we kept probing. trying. To, I know you were sneaking up to the side. trying. You got in on some scoring opportunities, but uh, tough match last night.
4: Yeah, it's always tough to play against them for sure because, like you said, it's always a fight with them. Uh, they were sitting back a little bit last night, so we, just, we were just trying to be patient. And, yeah, I mean, thank God the goal finally came with the penalty. And John's scoring is 100 goal. Right. So, I mean, that was good. But, yeah, it's always it's always a fight against him. So, I mean, it's always a fun game as well. So, I mean, I had fun last night. And I'm just happy we got to win.
1: And, John, last night it was our old, our old pal, uh, Leandro Gonzalez-Perez. And, George, did, you, did your careers intertwine because you were coming up? Was, was LGP still here?
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So, why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
5: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law.
4: Yeah, he was. he 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 actually gave me my assist on my first professional goal against New England. Gotcha. Yeah, because he was working the refs hard last night,
1: but the video didn't lie, John. I was trying to yeah, cut you okay. off John. But yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I
4: know, I know. <laughs> he was trying to get in the ear, and I just I just had to get in the referee's ear as well. So. <laughs> Atlanta United defender
2: George Bello joining us on the wait dot com hotline you know Mike mentioned Joseph Martinez in his 100th goal last night which I think was in 125 matches crazy to think about how productive he's been I mean there has to probably even be a little bit of all factor at times watching this guy perform on the field
4: yeah for sure there is like that that is just it speaks for itself like it's just crazy like he's in the same player like like you said, yeah, I'm I'm in awe, and I'm blessed to even play with him, share the field with him. And, like, he's a great player. Like, he, he, he taught me a lot of things as well. He's helpful. So, I mean, yeah, he's a great person as well, which is, uh, makes it even better. So, yeah, I'm, like, really happy for him. And, like, especially because, like, everything he's gone through the past year is just, like, it was icing on the cake, him getting that yesterday, I know. And I feel like he really deserved it. So, I'm, I'm really happy for him. It's, it's always a pleasure to share the field with him.
1: It's Atlanta United. It's George Bellow with us, guys. Uh, he also is, uh, we mentioned, a U.S. men's national team player here on the com hotline. And let me ask you this, George, because after we went through the coaching changes, it seems like, you know, in addition to being a scorer, some guys can be scorers, but they're not necessarily leaders. Is he a leader on that team? Because it seems like, you know, sometimes he sets the tone with the energy and he's had a lot of positive comments, and, you know, when he's talking to the media this year.
4: Yeah, he, I would for sure say he's a leader of the team. Um, he leads by example, by his play, and yeah, for sure leads by the way he plays with, with passion as well. And also like he also like I said, he's taught me a lot of things uh since I've been with the team. So like yeah, i would for sure say he's a leader of the team and a lot of us uh look up to him. So I mean, I'll say he has that leadership factor for sure and he's a really very, very, very important part of our team.
1: George, I'm
2: curious, you know, you obviously have had a lot of extra duties this year with the US men's team and Miles Robinson as well. Talk to me a little bit about your conditioning. I mean, you, you're going to play a lot of soccer, and it's a lot of matches. And you know, when you trying to squeeze multiples of things in, it's a it's a whole different world. How has your conditioning been? What have you had to change this year, especially with with all these call ups and extra duty that you had?
4: Yeah, um, regarding those, I feel like the main thing with those is that you have to be mentally strong for sure. I think that's one thing that I've built a lot more this year. Just staying mentally alert and staying mentally strong because all the traveling, you know, and going back and forth, traveling different countries, playing, like, the next day or every two days, three days, like, you really have to be mentally strong. You can't let that break you down. You just got to keep focus and just mm-hmm. have confidence in yourself that you can get it, get yourself through it. So I would say that was the biggest conditioning to say is I'd have this year just trying to just work on my mentality and just being, staying mentally strong throughout all the travels, throughout all the playing, and I feel like that has really helped because, like I said, if you're not mentally strong with those kind of with these kind of things, with the national team and club duties, I feel like you can uh, go downhill. So I've been really trying to focus on just being mentally strong.
1: It is. a George Bella with us here, guys, as the Five Stripes get it done. But, again, it's a quick turnaround. Got to take on Montreal, and obviously the pressure's on to stay in the playoff hunt. George, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since the coaching change. We talked to Brooks Lennon, and we spoke to you know Jake Mulraney and uh, George Campbell. But what do you think about uh, Gonzalo Pineda, and how cool has the uh, transition been? Yeah,
4: it's been very good. I feel like it's been very, very smooth, which is great for the team and everyone at the club. And uh, he's a great person, and I can already tell, knowing him for not maybe – over two months a month. Uh he's a great person. He's very approachable. Uh we've had a lot of conversations already. Um you know exactly what you what he wants and he makes it clear what he wants and I feel like that's the best part of it. And you can tell him anything. You're not he's not the type of coach that will not allow any ideas to be expressed towards him. Mm-hmm. And he's very like approachable like I said. So and I feel like that's really good and he played in my position as well in his playing careers and played defense as well. So uh, he's giving me a lot of tips as well, just to learn from, so which I love as well. So I mean, yeah, it's been great so far, and I'm, I'm, I'm I really like him, and he's, he's a great coach and even better person.
1: And did it go a long way? I'm sorry, John. Just That's wanted to do a quick follow up with George here. Did it to go a long way that he did not like come in and say my way or the highway that he really embraced what Rob Valentino was doing.
4: Yeah, he did not come in like any like I didn't see any like. Uh, what's the word like cockiness or nothing? He came in like he said, embrace Rob, Coach Rob, embrace everyone, and said like, look, we're in this together. So I feel that's what really brought the guys together, knowing that he's not just coming in trying to uh, take the reins of everything, like do his own thing. He came in and just gelled uh, everyone together, which is what I felt like has really pushed the team together.
2: Well, George, I know you're getting out uh, after this uh, match against Montreal coming up uh, this Saturday. So, before you get out and get back to the US men's, let's get a victory. You know, let's let's get one last victory in Montreal this weekend and then go do what you got to do for the US men's team. So, we appreciate time, buddy. Thanks for uh, spending a few minutes with us today.
4: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thank you, guys. You got, you it. got it.
1: man but yeah, it was in, if you didn't hear what George mentioned with the 100th career goal for Joseph in his career, is uh, you mentioned John, in 125 games, so kind of cool to be there, man, see some history last night, it depends.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely man, and uh, had to hang on for dear life, but listen, mm-hmm. a victory's a victory, right? Looks like right three on.
1: points in the standing, so
2: when we get back, speaking of victories, Mike Davis, uh, running back for the Atlanta Falcons, is going to join us as uh, let's see if we can get two in a row for the Atlanta Falcons uh, as well, it's all next Dukes and Bell Sports, written after the game, Odyssey.com app. Oh <sighs>